hello and welcome to Gonewill Hunting. We're we're back with the Phantom Troop this time. Remember those guys? Remember those funny guys who love to do fights and murder? What if they just did some fights and murder in this pair of episodes and it had no relevance to the larger plot? We're just we're just in a little little side story with them, and that's all we're going to be talking about this episode, so I hope you enjoy that. My name is Emery. My pronouns are he, she, they. Welcome. I'm your host. Hi, I am your other host. My name is Devin. My pronouns are he, him. I can't believe which one of you got into Gashi's mentions, which one of you got in his DMs and said, I bet I bet the Phantom Troop would lose to the, to the ants. Um, I'm Sky. My pronouns are uh, they, them, he, no, he, she. That's that's it. Um, oh, new pronouns. New yeah, pronouns. yeah. What's I that? remembered nothing matters. So <laughs> fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it was me who gotten uh, Tagashi's mentions when I said, listen. Um, I didn't actually, I didn't challenge him, you know, I wasn't like, hey, I bet they could, I bet they could um, beat these chimera ants. Um, I bet they could know. say some funny words in a language we don't know and then go a little nutty with it. Yeah, no, I just got in his mentions and was like, please, for the love of God, bring me back the Phantom Troop. They weren't in the show enough. I need you to bring them back for me, for me specifically and me only. And he delivered. And I think that's very sweet. And a gnarled finger on a cur- horrible monkey's paw curled and said, what if it was real racist? Well, yeah, there is yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. There is- <laughs> what if it was like extremely racist? Did you like that part? No. And oh. I, there, th- well, yeah, we'll get into it. There's lots, lots and lots and lots that I don't like. Yeah, there's lots and lots. Yeah. 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 Boy. But we're gonna have some fun discourse this episode. We're gonna talk about how Benolinov's racist. We're gonna talk about how Zazan is definitely transphobic. We're gonna talk about um uh, uh spider butthole. There's a lot. Yeah, that's um yeah, we're gonna talk about how okay. Nope. No, um, I'm going to rant when we get to it. We need to talk about... Have you ever gotten stuck in a sticky, sticky web just all just over Just a really you? sticky said, web. Oh, no, and then my he clothes. said, the only way to get out of this is to somehow phase out of my clothes. Well, what you don't know is that her clothes are also made of Nen. Yeah? She's a conjurer. Yeah, she conjured the clothes. So could she not do exactly what she did with the vacuum and re-conjure them? Well, she wasn't thinking about it. Anyways. Yeah. There's so much going on um, uh-huh. in these episodes. These episodes start off with having nothing to do with Gone or Kill. Yeah, there's, there's so much going on in these episodes, and yet there's also very little going on in these episodes, I think. Uh, much like a lot in this arc in particular, I mean, throughout the show, I guess, but this arc in particular, there's a lot going on that, like, conceptually, I'm like, yeah, um, this rocks. Um, in practice, you, you kind of threw some stuff in there that uh, made it kind of stuff and shitty. <laughs> you didn't have to do that, but, you know, yeah. you know, um, uh, spiders rock. Get it, spiders eat ants or something. Uh-huh. Anyways, these episodes starts off with a group of hooligans known as the Phantom Troop wandering through a bunch of sh- dirty, dis- 
disgusting, just, just nasty, nasty everything. And mm-hmm. they're like, did you hear about those fucking like weird monsters attacking everyone? Bet that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, the Phantom Troop has returned to their homeland of Meteor City, and it really is just a big pile of trash. It's just a big pile of garbage. But it's their pile of trash. Um, And they are watching the news, and the news is like, hey, uh, who the fuck are these furries who are killing everyone? We get a, a nice little, there's a nice little news lady talking about a bunch of furries are killing people. Uh-huh. Uh, we know nothing about them, except this one time, one did appear on the news. Mm-hmm. And we get a nice a nice scene of Hagia. He is on the news, just chit-chatting with a nice interview lady. And then the fucking news lady who's reporting over this is like, she, uh, the interview is going fine. And then she she made one fatal mistake where she asked for proof that you're dangerous. And Hagia just kind of... St- Stands up, opens his fucking claws, and then just like free frame goes to kill her. Oh, really? Yeah, because like, the camera just cuts out. He <laughs> stood up to go. Okay. <laughs> Were you watching the sub or the dub? Because in the subtitle, she asked Hagia to prove that he was real. <laughs> That's incredible. And and it was also that way in the manga. Incredible. I also might be misremembering, but still funny. Yeah. yeah uh. No, I th- honestly, like, there are so few changes. I think we can just skip too many gones this week. And I'll just say right now that in the manga, like, they specifically say that uh, Hagia just ate this woman's entire upper half in one bite. And that, then it's like, yeah, no, that's that's definitely not a costume. Damn, he got them jaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What that yeah. mouth do? Yeah, he did say, "Hey, um, I ate this woman, but I also can eat women." If you know what I mean. This is for you, know? you boar enthusiasts. Also, yes. Yeah. No. Like you're joking, but but just like thinking of just thinking about like this arc as a whole, and particularly some stuff that comes later. Togashi is definitely very horny for cannibalism. Like, yeah, yeah, he's into war in some way, and he hasn't like, he hasn't like fought that demon yet. <laughs> it's like that, like one that leaks out in his artwork, and he's just kind of like, no, guys, it's it's monsters eating people, and we're all just like, all right. See, that's a funny one because he like he went so far to be like, no, fuck you. This is the furry arc. I'm everyone's an animal, and well, then I can, like, he can also be a. Furry. <laughs> no, but that's exactly my point. Like, it went so hard into that, and, like, so many of them, especially the women, as we've talked about, are just so, like, almost, like, j- they're porn, you yeah, know? Like, they're just there to, like, yeah. With, um, um, a sexy scorpion tail. Exactly. Um, it's, like, uh, man, I lost my train of thought. You were thinking about the big titty bimbo with scorpion tail, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was a little bit. You were thinking about your new queen. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, who will do so much better than the old queen who is stupid. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, damn it. Anyways, <laughs> the Phantom Troop is wandering through Trash City. Uh-huh. And they're like, damn, this place is no place like home. This place still smells like shit. I love it here. I love this place. Uh-huh. It's great. Um, and they're like, hey, I wonder what's going on. I wonder why the spiders came all the way out here. And, you know... 
the spiders are out. Not the spiders. The ants are out here. Uh huh. The ants are here for fun. I wonder why. Hmm. Who could be starting a new nest here for no reason in particular? Yeah, who would do that? Who would do that? Anyways, they meet some bros. They meet some bros in hazmat suits. Mm-hmm. And the bros are like, oh, well, since you left, things have been, you know, kind of ups and downs, you know. We all live in trash cities, so that's not great. But we like each other, so that's good. But then these ants showed up and started killing people, and that's not great again. Anyways, we don't know how to label the dead. Mm. And Finks is just like, what the fuck do you mean you don't know how to label the dead? Also, Finks is in his full, like, I don't... He's a snake. Yeah, regal garb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, regal garb. Yeah, he and... does have this, like, big golden headdress and, like, some chill robes that he's wearing. Yeah, he, he's dress and fly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, what the fuck do you guys mean you don't know how to label that in? And they were like, well, um, you should see this. And they bring him to a bunch of dead bodies. And they're like, okay... This is going to be real fucked up, guys, so just just get ready. It's going to be some shit. And they're like, just show us. And they unveil the dead bodies and, oh no, it's a horrible monster under there. Mm. And the spiders are like, yeah, so your point? He looks dead. He's dead. Yeah, he's sure. dead. I, I'm thinking mm-hmm. he's dead. And they're like, yeah, but like he's not human anymore. And they're like, yeah, but he's dead. So label him dead. And they're like, okay, but like, some people have disappeared or are now working with the monsters. Do we label them as dead? And they're like, no, they're not dead, idiot. So that's what the spiders are on about. Yeah. And then they just wander off and they're like, well, we'll go get them for you. It's fine. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just kill them. That's easier. <laughs> if you have so much trouble labeling them, we'll take care of this for you. <laughs> so that's what they're doing. Then we cut to Zazan. Yeah, then then we get, you know, a uh, a nice little example of how of a, a, a nice little scene of seeing how these people are getting so fucked up. And Zazan's like, "I'm so cool. I'm the I'm the best queen ever. You know, my shitty mom queen, she sucked shit because she had to lay eggs in order to reproduce." All I have to do is just stab people with my tail and make them into my little slaves. It's just that easy, folks. I love metaphors. Um, hey, she stabbed people with her tail before and this never happened. Hmm. You know what? Maybe this is like... I think it would make sense for this to be like a Nen power that she recently developed because mm-hmm. like... You know, all, we, we we know that ants, like, have their poison, but we've never seen it, like, have the property of fucking you up and mutating you, just killing you. What, uh, Nen category do you think this is? Manipulator? I would just, yeah. yeah, no, it has to be manipulator. Manipulate your cells into thinking that they're not? I don't I know. mean, yeah, you could do, like, the, I mean... Your Nen could, like, cover the point of the stinger when you want to use that power. You could, like, direct it there and then manipulate whoever you sting instead of, like, you know, you could probably also still have your poison stinger. You just have to, like, you know, instead of, your Nen. like, implanting a fucked up needle in somebody's head. Stinger. That's right. Hmm, okay. who would do that? 
I don't know, probably a huge bitch. Um, <laughs> so there's like a dude gets drawn, brought out by some shitty Chimerians. And Zazan's like, my mother sucked and all I have to do is sting people. And she's like, congrats, you're going to be the next person I sting. And he's like, no, please don't do it. And she's like, no, check this out. It's super funny. And she stings him and he turns, he begins changing and it looks gross for a while. But then he's a funny dog and she's like, kiss my feet. And he says, yes, queen. Wow. Imagine that. We have another, um, another big titty anime character who has the power of controlling people and specifically making them like kiss her feet. Girl boss. Oh my god, I forgot Baze. <laughs> I was racking my brain. I thought you meant Illumi for a second. And I was just like, damn, no. Illumi got big titties. Yeah, That's the, incredible. The needle is I was thinking of Illumi when I was talking about putting needles in people's heads, but <laughs> I was like, damn, did Illumi get them? But we've come back full circle. We got Baze back. God, remember Baze? Vaguely. I, re- I remember Baze. <laughs> Here she is. She's back. She's returned. She survived her harrowing encounter only to get turned into a Khmer ant and then yeah, die later. Yeah, get eaten by the queen. Only to get eaten by a queen, come back, and then die to them again. Remember how she got killed by a vacuum cleaner? She got killed by a vacuum cleaner. Shizuku's 12-foot vertical leap or horizontal <laughs> yeah. fucking leap. <laughs> Remember such Mono Tostino? Um, vaguely. He was the funny little guy <laughs> that could make the funny little guys. Uh-huh. No, I, re- I yeah. Uh-huh. And then he died like a chump. I, yeah, I remember yeah. him going, um, if these Nen bullets pierce my skin, I'll be in danger as there's blood shooting out of him. Yeah, he's like, damn, they're going to rip through my guys any second now. His blood is pulling from his mouth. And I'm just like, damn, maybe. <laughs> Simpler uh, times. Phantom troop troop arc was good. Was Remember so when good. it was just about these guys? Remember when they were the main villains and they were just kicking it? Remember when they were also the main characters? Right? Remember <laughs> Uvo Ginwell hunting? Uvo Ginwell hunting. Anyways. Remember it well. We all remember it. <laughs> never forget. <laughs> we never forget. Uh, uh, yeah, so so the troop gets on in there. Um, oh, can we and take then a they second real no. quick? Um, Zazan's fucking web palace is actually kind of sick, and I love it. Yeah, it looks sick as fuck. You're not wrong. I do want to remind you that came from I man's don't want to think about where the web came from or how it became known she to that structure. I want to look at it all over his booty juice. I don't want to think about the booty juice. I want to that think about how cool out. it looks. All right, you can think booty juice looks cool. I mean, that's on me. It looks nice. The web palace is Yeah, cool. it looks sick. It, I'm just telling you where it's come from. No, I know. I know yeah. where it came from. We're going to find out exactly where it came from. Yeah, we are. Like, in very specific terms. Um. Anyways, anyways. the Phantom Troop enters their building, and the we find out immediately where the spider web booty juice came from, because Spider-Man is here. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, mistress, oh, mistress, intruders. And she's like, then go fucking kill them. And he's like, but if I leave, then who will protect you? And she's like, then kill them fast. I don't, what's the problem? Yeah, I think she said, like, capture them and bring them back here at some point. I don't know. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter because the Phantom Troop. It doesn't matter. Like, we cut back to the Phantom Troop and they are like, oh, yeah, we're going to race to see who can kill them the fastest. 
Whoever gets to the queen first gets to beat her. That's right. Yeah. They they go into the big entrance hall of this palace and they're like, okay, time to split up. And Kaluto is like, oh, yeah, we're Kaluto splitting up. Here. Haven't you ever watched Scooby-Doo, my dudes? That's that's not the way to do it. And they're like, well, we're we're obviously we're racing. Whoever kills the queen first gets to be the interim leader of the Phantom Troop. This is... Why would you not naturally assume this, Kaluto? And Kaluto, bless bless Kaluto's little heart. Uh-huh. Kaluto's like, what, like nine, uh-huh. eight, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and Kaluto's like, interim leader. Ah, oh, so it's just that easy. I shall rise to the ranks and take over the Phantom Troop this quickly. Uh-huh. I also, as a nine-year-old, is like, I will also become the king of thieves. That's right. <laughs> That's just how nine-year-olds are. I remember when my dad gathered our whole family and said, the Phantom Troop is bad and stay away from them. And I'm like, damn, I better I could take them. Yeah. That's that whole family. Their dad says, don't fight these people. And everyone is like, damn, I bet I could take them. I mean, Kilowell was like, yeah, I don't think I can take him. But he was with Gon and Gon was like, let's go get him. Gon was like, damn, bet I can take him. (laughs) Kilowell was like, guess we got to go get him. (laughs) Guess I'll die. Yeah, pretty much. So they all rush off, and then we they each come against their own funny little ant opponents. Uh-huh. And they all suck. Yeah. Yeah. Who do we want to talk about first? Do we want to just go in order of how they found them, or... Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's... Is the first one Beninolov? It is! The first one is Benolov. Damn, I was we hoping you could like... save him for the last. I don't want to talk about the racism yet. Um, Yeah. We think we just got to jump it, jump right into it. Because this is where it does the whole scene that's like, you know, they do like a different animation style. It's kind of all like sketchy and they talk about um, the the tribe that he's from. Yeah. So Ben and Olaf comes against the weird fish guy. Uh, if listeners, eagle eyed viewers and listeners will remember him as the one who shot uh, uh, the girl who kept bees in her hat. Uh I know Pockle is the one guy. I'm gonna call her Peggle until I figure out figure this Ponzu? out. Peggle, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. So he's the one who killed him. <laughs> he doesn't have a gun anymore, which is a big downgrade. IMO. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All he has now is he's like, I'm super fast. <laughs> and I think Chi Chi already picked that. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Uh-huh. So he runs up on Benanolov and he hits him or something, and he's like, Ha ha! I'll tear you to pieces. And Beninolov's bandages come back. If we remember, Beninolov has funny mummy wrap-up and boxing gloves. Aha. For some reason. Um, and they come off, and he's, uh... He's, uh... He got, he got some sick gauges. Yeah. Like, everywhere. Yeah. Like, all through him. Like, everywhere on his body, he got some sick gauges. Mm-hmm. And Fish Guy's like, well, that ain't right. And Beninolov's like, want to see me do a little dance? And the fish guy's like, um, no. Mm-hmm. And Ben Olive's like, this is the dance of my people. Prepare for a racist story. That's right. Yeah, he does. He does a funny little ba- dance and. And he gets like conjured tribal armor and a spear. Uh-huh. So already we're off to a great start. Yeah. The fucking races. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to hop into this now. Ben and Olaf's people, I don't remember the names of them, and I refuse to learn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, lambast me as you want. Just 
kill me as you want, listeners. Um, they were a tribe who lived deep in the jungle. I'm going to assume of South America. And their tribe, uh, from the moment a little baby babby boy was born, they would just, like, puncture holes in their body. Mm-hmm. And then just slowly make them larger. Because I feel like, you know, you could just, like, not have any organs there. Yeah. Uh, anywhere. Yeah, there. no, the... He's got one that just goes right through his abdomen. It, yeah, and it's like, dude, what about is. your spine? <laughs> you know, important pieces parts are yeah i I think like another 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 manga change like the the torso the 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 abdomen hole i think is a little bit slightly off center so i think togashi was thinking about she was like oh wait the spine oh wait people have bones oh wait the bones (laughs) so but they, they are like all through the arms. Like they're, they're all through the arms. Yeah. They're definitely where a bunch of major flowing arteries should be. But it's fine. We'll we'll discuss this later. I think one of them is literally on his neck, where like his throat should be. But it's fine. Uh-huh. So these people do this because when the air blows through these holes, it creates a whistling sound somehow. Mm-hmm. Because they're made of glass or something. I don't know. They're fucking chimes. Um, <laughs> when they do this, they they dance to make beautiful music with these holes. Uh, hole. I'm going to say hole a lot in this episode. Hole, Good. hole, hole. Good. Um, so they make beautiful music. And they do this when they're going to war, when they're hunting, even when they're about to have sex or something. Mm. And they just always dance to make these holes make noise. Same. Um, <laughs> and it gives them fighting energy gives and them gives power. them the power of spirits. Mm. Uh huh. Anyways, all these people were wiped out during modernization, mm. except Ben and Olaf. Damn. Damn. Makes you think. Damn. Really makes you think about <laughs> Damn. parallels or something. Damn. It makes you think. Anyways. Wow, I'm starting. I'm starting to wonder if colonialism bad. Damn, I'm thinking about the colonies. Do you was Ben and Olaf there when they killed the entire Kurda clan, though? Just uh, yeah, out. definitely. Like, just do you think he was abstaining? Like, just oh, I'll sit with this. I'll sit this one out, guys. Um, uh, I'm, I'm like big lib energy. Just like, um, <laughs> I, I highly disagree. That's right. He's like, I don't support this, but I'm not gonna stop. He guys. lost the coin toss and was like, well, you know, them's the rules. Yeah, no, he lost the coin toss, and then he was like, okay, and started going. I put know? it to a vote. He's like, yeah. We no, voted. but Vanolinov said, no, we should take the rise. If we take out the rise, then they'll have two new holes. <laughs> they'll have no <laughs> holes. His real goal in life is to just put as many holes in people as possible. Here's the real question. Here's the real question. Uh-huh. Do you think he's best friends with Franklin? And this is specific. Franklin uses bullets. Bullets famously for putting holes in people. Sure. Famous. Sure. Um, do you think he likes Franklin because he puts lots of holes in people? Or do you think he's like, damn, those holes, they're just all over the place. There's no artistry to them. Franklin also has, like, body mod ear gauges. Yeah, like, he thinks he's a supporter. 
Yeah, no, I think, no, I think Benolinov is mad at Franklin because Franklin's body mods aren't functional. They're just aesthetic. Oh, he's like, oh, you're so weak. Like, yeah, I, I feel like Benolinov is just like, there's no art to this. There's no artistry. Like, <laughs> you're just putting holes in every random part of their body. And Franklin's like, yeah, I'm killing them. And he's like, no, but like, you're not even no, like, no, but like, come on. You're, yeah, even like slowly puncturing their body. So you they, never heard the whistle of your brethren, and they're like, literally, no, you're the only one who has. He comes up to them all the time, like, guys, you need to try this. He's holding just a like big fucking box of needles. <laughs> He's like, yo, I could do it right now. It would take a while, but you know, eventually, you'd be whistling. Do you think he ever asked Hisika, and do you think Hisika would say yes? Hmm. What if Hisika did say yes and he's got um, bungee, bungee gum, gum all over it? Literally all over his body at, at at all times because one day he will reveal to be a whistling bitch. <laughs> he will one day bite gum and be like, oh, well, you didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know I could whistle. <laughs> oh, what? You didn't know? Oh, haven't you heard? That would be kind of useful if you like get shot, you know. No, I think I think Hisuka like H- Hisuka gets the holes, and then you know he he wants to learn the dances so that he can play clown music for his fights. But then he's not good at it, so he just covers them up permanently. <gasps> you know, I like. No, wait, that's where the Spanish guitar comes. <laughs> oh no. Every time he's on screen, that fucking Spanish guitar, that's him whistling. Mm. He's figured it out. Counterpoint. He turned himself into a- I just think that Hisako wants to, like, be able to play calliope music with his own body, but he can't fucking do it. Because he's got no talent. That's extremely valid. No, I do think- Okay, yes, he couldn't do the dance that would, like, make the calliope music, so he put- strings in the holes and turn himself <laughs> into one of those like shitty kid guitars that you learn how to make in like yeah. know, second grade with it's like a shoebox. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he just like he you know, he learned how to play Spanish guitar on his abdomen. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's exactly what happened. Anyways, I'm glad we went through that. So yeah, I'm so glad we talked yeah, about so, it. So we don't have to talk about the rest of this. That's a season wrap. <laughs> well, goodbye, guys. Benolinov wins the fight. He drops a planet on this ant. We don't have to. Yeah, first of all, he drops a planet on this ant. Um, yeah, he sure does. The powers being displayed in this episode are bordering on obscene. Benolov is like, when I do a little dance, I can create, like, song spirits that fight for me. And I'm like, he, like, creates a man with a spear. And I'm like, okay, that's understandable. He creates a funny little guy. Uh-huh. And then the fish man tries to run away. And he's like, I'll just give web guy to web you up with his butthole juice. And then you won't be able to run away and use your holes. Your holes will be filled. Won't that be funny? <laughs> and Benolov's like... Can, you can outrun me, but can you outrun Jupiter? No and then one he can just, outrun Jupiter. He just drops Jupiter on the man. Benolinov said, hey, have you heard of Jupiter ascending? Well, I'm about to do it the other way. <laughs> Jupiter <Damn>. ascending! <laughs> they should make a second Jupiter ascending. <laughs> Jupiter descending. Yeah, yeah, it's Majora's Mask. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Man, I need to watch Jupiter Ascending again. What a fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Big movie. Yeah, boy. Uh, I, I saw it I saw it once in theaters and I it's it's yeah, it it's a movie. It's a lot of movie. I can definitely say that about it. Oh Eddie uh-huh. Redmayne is in that one too. Hmm. We love big movies. We love big movies. We love the Wachowskis. We love the Wachowskis. Mm. Thank you for my life, Wachowskis. Thank you, Queens. Um that's right. <laughs> I can't wait for Matrix 4. Um, I'm legit kind of hyped for it. it it's going to be, it, no matter what, it's going to be Buckwild. I want it to be even more trans than the previous Matrixes, which are already pretty trans. I also want it to be even more in just the fucking weeds of, like, symbolism. Hell yeah. Make it fucking, like, just... Make it as dense as you can. Just, like, the scene where, like, the one dude sitting in a room explained to Neo how every one of his choices weren't real, and it's, like, 20 minutes of just nonstop talking. Give me a lore dump every 10 minutes. That's what I need from a Matrix movie. That's what I want, what I crave from a Matrix movie. I'm saying it like a joke, but also, like, I would enjoy that. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you watch a Matrix movie. Yeah. Right? To go home and say, damn. Lot was said in that. <laughs> kung fu and think? just give me kung fu and exposition. That's all I need. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's what a Matrix movie should be. In all black latex. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. Hell yes. Anyways, that's enough with Benoa Love, and we will never talk about him. <laughs> we'll never speak Thanks of him doing again. Doing a big wind up. Oh, uh, we um, we gotta. Are we going just in order? Of, I'm like, just going as how I feel them. Because I think, yeah, I think we talked about that whole fright stunt start to end. So. Yeah. Um, Finks is doing a big wind up against yeah. a big gorilla man. Mm-hmm. Like, Finks runs in, punches them, and the guy's like, haha, your punches suck. Like, you can hit me. Why is everyone who meets an enhancer, <laughs> like, say, your punch is weak, bro. I'm going to give you one free hit, and I'll let you even do a wind up. They all, they all do this. All of them go fucking hit me as hard as you can, and the answer's like, oh boy. Whoop. <laughs> um, so Finks is like, all right, well, I think I'll need about like 13 cycles. And he starts winding up his arm. He's he's stretching out his shoulders. Uh-huh. And as he does this, his fist gets stronger and stronger. And the gorilla man's like, wait, hold on, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, I know I said you could do this, but I'm not gonna stop you from doing this, even though I'm really worried. Morale the gone vibes. Yeah, Morale de Gone vibes. Anyways, Fings punches him once and obliterates him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he goes, damn, I probably didn't need 13 for that. I never judge how strong I am. And I say, cool. This is, okay, I, um, Fings has always kind of bored me. Um, I think he's funny in the fact that him and Phaeton are just bros. Yeah, <laughs> that's very cool. But, like, they're um, both just murder bros, just casually, like, off in the distance. I do really like his power. Like, I, like, I, I conceptually, it's so funny, and I love it. Like, he's just like, I can punch extremely hard, but I do have to wind up. I think it's funny that this power basically only works if someone looks at you and says, I'll give you one free hit. Right? How many times in a battle is he going to be winding up his arm? Then again, I say that for Gone every time, and people just let him do it, so. I know. It is like, yeah, it is conceptual. It is conceptually so similar to the Jajankin, but it's just sillier, because he, he swings his arm in a circle. Imagine if Gone just sat there looking at fucking, like, 
looking at Knuckle and he said, oh, any second now, bro. He's just swinging his arm <laughs> in a circle. What I like about it, because I mean, you can probably wind up once pretty quick. So if you're in a battle where you can get away with like monologuing or something like that, you can just pull off like being cocky and like doing that. It's like the Jajonkin, but it does have a slightly extra level of like you can. Oh, yeah. You can move while doing it. You don't yeah, have to stand you can in move one spot. While doing it, you can be a little bit subtle about what exactly you're doing. I mean, you probably won't, but you know. You I have the option. also enjoyed it if thinks. Plus, it, sorry, you can go. Plus, he probably knows how to do it pretty fast. Like, how many RPMs you yeah. think he can yeah. get on that boy? Oh, that dude fucking like going crazy. That's right. Anyway, I would have also liked it if it turns out Finks didn't have a Nen ability because I just like all the times during the like other Phantom Troop arc when they were all going and killing people, and he was just like grabbing dudes heads and just spinning them 360 degrees like that was the only contribution he had he was just like what if i just just what (laughs) i just thought that was funny he's literally just in that arc to break people's necks and you know what i'm here for it he loves doing it that's all he's seen doing is just like a scene comes in and he's just breaking a guy's neck and he's like well how are you guys doing today Mm-hmm. He loves to do it. Anyways, that's Finks. That's what he's. Yeah, doing. that's his yeah. entire fight. Shalnark is fighting a big Shalnark. beetle, and Shalnark is yeah. You know the big the big beetle has like size advantage and reach advantage, and you know has thick armor without a lot of gaps in it. So Shalnark's like, okay, I just have to like slip it in between the the exoskeleton plates here. I can pro. I can. You know, my chances of getting in and getting out without, you know, being unscathed are about 20%. So, you know, he rushes in there, he stick, you know, he gets hit by a claw, I think. He gets, yeah, he gets grazed by one of these things' claws. He sticks his antenna in the guy's neck and he's like, well, fight over. Just got to bring out my cell phone and, you know, make this beetle do my bidding. But then the beetle grabs him from behind. Oh no, Shalnark's in trouble. Oh no, it's a hug bug. It's because he's always on that damn phone. That's he didn't see it coming. Right. <laughs> so the hug bug grabs him and he's like, hmm, if my needle doesn't work, that could only mean you're already being controlled by another manipulator. And a funny little guy comes out of the nowhere. He's a little baby alien bug. Mm-hmm. He's a baby alien bug with a fucking like Nintendo fucking controller. Yeah, that's and he's right. just like, yeah, that guy's mine, you fucking doink. He's 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 using the Nintendo Switch to to control this bug. Yeah, he's playing Hades on his Nintendo <laughs> Switch, and he's saying that bug's mine. That's right. Um, and Shawnock's like, "That's really funny. This bug is yours," and he's like, "Yeah, this one's mine." And he's like, "Can I like leave?" And he's like, "No, I'm gonna take you to the queen, and she's gonna make you her slave." And he's like, "Oh, and what then?" He's like, "You'll work for the rest of your life, you slave." And he's like, "Ha ha." I don't like working for people that I don't like, even if it is kind of what I'm doing right now. Yeah, Shalnar says that would be the same as what I'm doing now. All that would change is my boss, but I would rather die than have a shitty boss. Shalnar understands the means of production. Mm -hmm. That's right. And then he says, hey, did you know a funny story about me? Whenever I'm fighting somebody, I always carry a second antennae. And the bug's like, yeah, so? And he's like, anyways, I just have to pop it into my leg right here. And he does that, and the bug guy's like, so what now? And he's like, and this phone says, 
engaging autopilot. Yeah, and then Shulmark just goes Super Saiyan. That's literally what happened. Shulmark goes Super Saiyan. Yeah, Shulmark, uh, I'm, you know? Shulmark gets the seven Chaos Emeralds. Mm -hmm. He's entered supersonic mode. And then he just kind of breaks the bug. Yep. Uh Like, the big bug is holding him, and he just kind of, like, explodes it. And then explodes the little one. It's very just like he's a golden glowing light and everyone dies. It's very cool. Yeah. And then the phone is like, targets eliminated, autopilot off. And then Shalnark goes back to normal and he's like, wow, that fucking hurts. I hate having to do that. And having to do that, I can't hold back. And also like, oh, damn, I'm going to be so sore. And also I can't remember. Yeah. So apparently he he just. He just he just goes head empty when and lets the phone control him. Mob Psycho 100 when he goes unconscious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is exactly the plot of Mob Psycho. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, this is exactly Mob Psycho. Are you thinking about the parallels? Yeah, I'm thinking about all the par- parallels. <laughs> Poetic cinema. It's all cinema. It's all coming together. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so then... So, that's that group. Yeah, my, my notes start to get very thin, because they are just all fighting. I think this is where we see uh, Phaeton and Zazan squaring off. Yeah, um, we do we see Kaluto. for the last instead of the longest fight? I don't want to have to keep jumping back. I'm just lazy. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Like these fights are being like sort of intercut with each other over the course of these two episodes. Like that Shalnark fight was broken up into a couple of of segments. But yeah, I think yeah. yeah for, as as far as our recap goes, instead of like having to keep track of all the like scene changes, I yeah, I do think it's better to just like do do each of them in one chunk. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do. Do we want to go Mr. Butthole Spider, or do we want to go Kaluto Funny Paper? Mr. Butthole Spider is mostly in the next episode, actually. Yeah. So um, we can go Kaluto Funny Paper. Yeah. yeah, mostly it's Kaluto Funny Paper here. Kaluto Funny Paper. Yeah, throughout all these scenes, we have, you know, like, seen, like, that that most of the Phantom, that, that all the Phantom Troop members have, like, these little triangular pieces of confetti paper, you know, stuck to them. And then, you know, we see... That Kaluto has just like this string of paper dolls, like cut to resemble the other members of the Phantom Troop, and apparently she can just she's just using paper as a listening device. And yeah, each of the little dolls is like you know uh, transmitting the the conversations that are going on in each of these individual fights. I love Kaluto very much. It's so fucking cute. So Kalto's listening in and he hears uh Phaeton talking to Zazan. Kalto's like, damn, Phaeton already got to him. But if he loses, then I can get to him and I can be the new boss. Boss time. Bossu, that's what they'll call me. That's right. And then a guy walks in. I don't yeah. know. He's a new character. He's he's like a bug with a rope. He's just, yeah, he's a big guy. He's just a big guy. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. He's like, I'm gonna kill you. And Kalto's like, I I don't count on it, bud. And he says, I'm gonna hit you with this rope. And Kalto's like, do you like paper? Do you like confetti? Yeah. So Kalto engages his power, which is he takes a bunch of confetti uh-huh. and he sprinkles it in the air. 
And then he says, paper, go attack him. And he throws the paper at that guy. And the guy gets hit with a bunch of paper. And he says, so this is fucking paper. What's your point? And Kyoto's like... To be clear, (laughs) he's mostly just, like, holding his fan. And then there's confetti, like, in a, like, flutter storm around him. And he's just sort of, like, swishing it around. Yeah, it is. And then he's like, haha, there's paper in you. It is very fucking aesthetic, though. It's so cool. I love it. I can't describe it because I don't have the words. Kaluto has some fucking moves, even if he is just throwing a handful of, of confetti at you. Yeah, this isn't meant to be, like, you know, derogatory towards him. It's literally so cool and it looks so, it looks so sick. So he throws paper at this guy and this guy is like, dude, did you just throw paper at me? What will that do? And Kalto's like, hey, look, you got one stuck in your arm. And the guy's like, your point? And he's like, want to see what happens when I put more in your arm? And he does his paper thing again and just cuts off the dude's arm. And he's like, ow, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So the dude uses his big metal whip or whatever to try to hit Kalato. And Kalato's like, you know, paper's stronger than steel. And he cuts the big metal whip. And the dude's like, hey, what the fuck? And Kalato's like, did you also notice another piece of paper stuck in your other arm? And that's that how this next. fight goes. Yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. So <laughs> that dude's dead. Mm-hmm. I love Kalato. We don't see the fight like after this, but we cut back to Kalato surrounded by his shredded to pieces corpse being like damn i wasted so much time because i just love killing so much i love to play with my food before i eat it i love to play with my victims <laughs> so kalato rules mm-hmm. just letting the audience know yeah kalato's sick of shit now yeah now i guess we have to no. talk about funny butthole spider we have to talk about Funny Butthole Spider. No audience that we are slipping from episode one into episode two. We did it a few times already. Yeah. It's fine. Um, yeah, mostly like episode two. I think like Kalito actually kills the guy in episode two. But yeah, like, yeah, I, I think that's the only thing that like we have really crossed over on. I, I don't care about the distinction. Yeah. I mean, these two episodes are basically one episode. It is this like this very, like an OVA. yeah, very yeah. self-contained plot that does sort of go very continuously from one episode to the other. This is our Phantom Troop side arc. Yeah. This is our fan fiction brought to life. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, 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 let's well, not go that far. Someone's fan fiction brought to life. Yeah. I hope none of these hosts would uh, write something so racist. Or yeah. put the butthole spider in anything. Uh-huh. Yeah, if, um, I, if, I'm, if I'm writing fan fiction, it's going to be a lot less racist and transphobic than this. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly hope. right. I hope, um, yeah. I hope. So, butthole spider is fighting Shizuku. And they're having a grand old time, because apparently they're both dumb and they don't realize they could kill each other easily. Um, yeah. Butthole spider <laughs> is shooting his butthole webs at Shizuku. Shizuku is dodging them, and I I think to myself, why is she just, like, sucking up all the webs into her vacuum cleaner constantly? Yeah, and then, like, I don't think it, it, it ever addresses, like, her not using her vacuum cleaner to suck up the webs, but, like, it does acknowledge that they're both being complete idiots at the end of this fight. Yeah. Like, the big thing about this is they're both massive dumbasses. Yeah. But Although it is pretty funny, because, we'll, like, we see Shizuku being, like, very analytical, and, like, 
you know, counting the number of hits she lands on this guy and, like, learning his attack patterns super well. But also it's just like she does not do the obvious thing of just sucking up the webs. It's so, silly. There, she's dodging around and he's like, damn, I can't, I can't get a read on her. Every time I, like, almost get her, she, like, disappears in her vacuum cleaner and summons it again. How is this possible? Oh me, oh my. Well, I'll use my ultimate technique. And he jumps in the air and he shoots a bigger web. His butthole just goes wild. And he... His booty hole blasts. He specifically says... Love hug. I hate doing this. It's a pain in the butt. It's a pain in the ass. Like as it's zooming on his puckered, pulsating Well, butthole. that pucker will be important later, so you should put a pin in that. I... Um, in the butthole? Yeah, that pucker will be important later. It's how Shizuku wins. Um, mm. So he does that, and Shizuku gets all wrapped up in rat web, and she's like, oh god, I'm, I'm all stuck. It's all sticky in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope new, no Rule 34 artists are getting ideas. Yeah, I and hope no one draws porn of this. I hope no one draws something weird about this. Um, as, as if this wasn't already weird. I make fun of the porn artist, but honestly, like, this was already there. Like, this is a lot. Shizuku so, literally says in this fight, oh no, I'm all tied up. Better take off my clothes. Let, yeah, so he's, he's dragging <laughs> her away. He's like, I win. I've, I've captured the human. Now to return to my queen. And he's like, oh, damn, the net just got lighter. What happened? And Shizuku, um... She's she's leaping through the air. She uh-huh. And we get a very scandalous shot panning up as we see some bare legs. And then let's let's not forget that the, that first we see her barefoot. Yeah, do it does pan feet. up all the way from the feet, lest you worry, dear listeners. Dear listener, we do get some feet. We do see Shizuku's feet. Rest assured, yeah, rest assured we do get a close up on those feet. We do get them toes. Um, yep, and, and then, then like hands all the way up. We see to our panties. Uh huh. And, and she has the hip tattoo of the Phantom Troop. Just gonna put this out there: some people don't get hip tattoos. Shizuku's probably one of them. Um, we didn't have this kind of fervor for Uvogin having the sexy tramp stamp tattoo on the small of his ass crack, so... <laughs> because Uvogin would get that. We know this. <laughs> Uvogin would get it on his titties, if we're being very honest. He would want everyone to see that. I could almost see that more, like an under-rib tattoo of the spider thing. You yeah. Know? For Shizuku. <laughs> I don't think the hip tattoo... She, ne- she always wears, like, sweaters. Yeah, she's she doesn't like people seeing it. She's Catholic. <sighs> Then why get a hip tattoo? Like a tall hip tattoo. Well, she's Catholic, so maybe, she also wants you know, to be transgressive. Maybe she, maybe she used to be more of a crop top person, you know? And then... Mm, you think? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's cold outside. And then, mm. you know, and then as she got older, she she went she for like... Catholic. She went Yeah, she went for like the Catholic mom look. Yeah. You know, you yeah. gotta reinvent yourself sometimes. Yeah, I, when, I, you know what? I can buy that she went from babe to milf. I can do this. When you join an <laughs> group of thieves, sometimes you go from babe to milf. That's right. Happened. Sometimes you become the milf of the group. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, that was Pacanota. But, so... Pacanota's the business bitch of the group. She's not a... Oh, milf. the girl boss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we have Gaslight Gatekeep girl boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaslight yeah. is Machi, I guess. 
I feel like Gaslight is Tisica. <laughs> Machi is not I, part of the trio because she chooses not I, to be. You know what? I feel like Gaslight is um, Shizuku because she's always doing that. I have no idea what you're talking about, bro. No, I don't think she's gaslighting. I think she literally doesn't <laughs> Just know what's forgot. going on. Yes. Anyways. I too often forget what's going on. So, <laughs> Mr. Spider Butthole is like, damn. Oh, she must have gone out by disappearing using the vacuum cleaner and her clothes question mark okay this is what i'm talking about there is no thought put into why she doesn't have clothes anymore they were literally like no like she's got to get naked we have to figure out why later and they didn't figure out why and clothes question mark (sighs) to create an opening in the spider web net and then she somehow wiggled out of all her clothing she's wearing jeans jumped out of the net are they tearaway clothes is she a stripper what's happening (laughs) how does she lose her clothes well what we don't know is that listen uh, we know that shizuku is very strong much stronger than an ordinary human because she you know, she actually gave Gon a tough time in the arm wrestling yeah, right. contest for she for Shizuku, and indeed any of the spiders. All your clothes are tear away. She's just that, that is ripped. true, but you don't actually. I mean, there's no like, haha, I'm ripping out of my. You know, like there's no like ripping out motion or anything. Well, of she course, just sort it had of to like, be a surprise for the audience. I, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's my rant. That's it. There's yeah. no there's no uh-huh. reason to do this. Yeah. yeah. Logically or like there's no pretend reason. There's never any reason to do this, but there's no No, it was like, yeah. film of a reason over this. It didn't have to be this way. It was literally just for the titties. Yeah, they were literally like, "Hey, you know how Shizuku dresses really Catholic? What you if know, we made Shizuku her naked?" Shizuku has baps. What if we made her naked? Because she's usually so, you know, reserved. But she doesn't, like, you know, realize it, so she's not embarrassed or anything. Yeah, because it's not by her choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. We prefer nudity when it's not by choice. So she breaks out, and she summons her vacuum cleaner, and he's like, ah, she must have disappeared the vacuum cleaner, but she can't disappear her clothes. Which, Shizuku, just suck up your fucking clothes and then spit them back out. Um, Oh, I I don't think Blinky can spit things out. I think they're gone forever. He spit things out before. Yeah, that's the whole thing with the yeah, yeah the, with the Phantom Troop when they go in, he's they use him to suck up all the treasure because they can get it out later. Yeah, he can just spit it out later. Okay, he's like cleanup. I crew forgot about also, that. Also, he can spit things out. Like it's like the yeah. whole cool thing about Blinky. Anyways, do you think he still has the leeches in there? Do you think he can spit those out? Hmm. No, wait. He there must oh, be wait. a time limit. No, he he could. Blinky couldn't get the leeches out because the leeches were organic. Oh yeah, they were. Blinky alive. just sucked out like the paralytics and anesthetics that were in Uvogine. Yeah, yeah, he can't. He can't suck up anything that's alive. Maybe the spider web's alive. Maybe that's why he can't suck out. Anyways, that was my thought. That it was like yeah, the spider web is alive, but. But the blood isn't. Like, that sure makes sense. Yeah, so she yeah. flies over with the vacuum cleaner and starts beating the shit out of this stupid, goddamn, awful Spider-Man. Um, and he's like, damn, that hurt a lot. And she's like, yeah, have you noticed you're covered in holes? I do love the- Hole, holes, like- holes, holes. And Bonolov runs into the room, breathless, and says, you guys, 
You guys say something about holes? Someone's covered in holes? <laughs> you guys, I heard someone's covered in holes. <coughs> hey, did you know, did you know about my really racist tribe? Hmm. <laughs> Much to think about. Much to think about. Jogashi was thinking about holes this episode. I do love how we get like the POV Shizuku beating the shit out of you scene. Like it's literally just, you just see her face turning back and forth a bunch as she's beating him up. <laughs> yeah, she is the green M&M who is very mad at you, young man. That's right. Um, So he's covered in holes and she starts sucking the blood. Not the webs, but the blood. Yep. Um, And he's like, oh, oh my God, all the, all my blood coming out of my body. But wait, what if I cover them with my hands? And she's like, I... There are a lot of holes, dumbass. You got a lot of hands, but there's a lot of holes. You got a lot of hands, but there are a lot of holes I can suck from. Something, something, suck a watermelon through a straw. Something, something. Something, something. She sucks him dry. Sucks him dry. Like, completely. Like, the scene is him getting all his blood sucked out of his poor widow body, and her just just keeps on sucking, and then he dies, because he has no blood anymore. Got no, got dang blood. And then she goes, I win. And she goes to walk away. And then she turns around and goes, hey, wait, quick question. Why don't you just use the web to cover your holes? We're both kind of dumb, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guess we're both pretty stupid, huh? Guess we're both pretty <laughs> stupid, huh? Yeah, I love how a, for a second Shizuku is just like, oh, I've memorized all your attack patterns and I've learned your tell of the butthole twitch when oh, you're to about to it. fire a web. So now I can predict all your moves and just win the fight. And for a, for a, for a, for a, for a moment, for just like a brief, just, just instant in time, you're like, oh wait, is Shizuku maybe kind of smart? And then she's like, nope, mm-mm. No. Yeah, because the whole time he's getting his blood sucked, the audience is saying, they're like, wait, why doesn't he just use the fucking web? Right? Yeah. <laughs> so to have her walk up later and be like, hey, wait, why didn't you just use the web? Hey, wait. Hey, wait. Hey, wait. Anyways, now we can get to the Zazan Phaeton uh, fight. Yeah, these are the two bitches who know what they're doing. Yeah, these are the two bitches who are apparently good at this. When was Zazan such a good fighter? Now she is, apparently. Yeah, apparently she got a power level upgrade. No, it's it's that Nen. Because, like, when... I don't know, last time we saw her was when she captured Pockle, and that's, like, right before the ants started getting Nen, right? Yeah. I just... So, I'm yeah, like, I think literally she just... Sorry. So I think literally she just learned Nen really fast, and it made her super good at fighting. I'm just like, damn, like, I don't think any of the other spiders we've seen so far are on this level. Not spiders, goddammit, ants. Mm -hmm. Except, like, the Royal Guard. All the others kind of suck ass. Yeah, that's fair. Anyways, so, she's fighting Phaeton. Phaeton has a cool, fancy umbrella. Um, and they say some dialogue. Fancy little lad. This is a fancy little lad. She says some dialogue that I don't care about, and he says some dialogue that I don't care about. Uh, something, something, I'll kill you. Something, something, I'll kill you. She's wearing a big dress. Uh, this is important for a scene in about two seconds. Uh-huh. He has a fancy umbrella. He opens the umbrella, and she's like, oh, cool pattern on that umbrella. And he's like, you like it? 
I also have a sword. And he jumps over with a sword that was in the umbrella. And she's like, damn, you ripped my dress. And he's like, I did. And she's like, did you know I was hiding something? And he's like, yeah, only people who wear big baggy outfits are always trying to hide something. Mm. Love to hear it. So Phaeton packing. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. There's a lot of um coding going on with Cezanne. Oh, like how she doesn't have to like have babies to be a queen. Yeah, and how she specific yeah, specifically like stabs people with her big long tail. Yeah. You know? Hey, it, hey, 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 it's not just coding. Zazan is a squadron leader, and as far and like from what we learned of ant biology, it seems like they're all male. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you know. You know. I guess, it, yeah, I didn't even really consider that, to be honest, because like she says she's going off to be her own queen, and I think some of them say they're going to be queens, I guess? I don't know. They all say they're going to be the new kings to start colonies and get a queen. And get a, oh, she's okay. She's the yep. only one to specifically say, I shall be the new queen. Yeah, that and like... Yeah. I think at first she literally does say I'm going to be a new king. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And it's, yeah, it's, like... It's a lot all the way down. Yeah, and the way she's being queen is is like very very transcoded just in the way that she's like, no, doing eggs is actually... Laying eggs is actually the wrong way to do it. Why would... And I think that's, like, definitely implied to be some, like... You sense of... People with your seed. Like, some, yeah, no. Definitely implied to be, like, some sublimated sense of envy over not being able to to give birth. Yeah. Some womb envy. You just, uh, the womb of requirement, um... Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm, like, reading a lot into this, but, like, it's, it, I think, is no, definitely I, there to be read into, you know? It's, it's very there. there by the end of the episode, mm -hmm. and, um... Well, we'll get to it. It does feel like another weird example of, like, you know, we've got, um, like, Kalito and Kilua who are very, like trans-coded male characters who are, like, very cool, and, like, it's never... I don't know. It's... I love having them, and they look... You know, they're, they're cool characters, and it never feels really disrespectful, even though it does feel coded. And then anytime... Like, it, it with Bisky, I kind of felt that way, and with this, I really feel it, where it's, like, com it's a completely different world of, like, how he views that kind of trans gender identity togashi just decided to pack all of the transphobic all the transphobic tropes into one character and that's how we're allowed to have good trans characters in the series <laughs> yeah it's uh, equivalent exchange oh I yeah see. i've seen fma <laughs> that's how it works um, i mean this is like the early 2000s you're not allowed to simply not be transphobic that's right. It's you... true. We have been watching a lot of House lately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So they begin their fight. Um, they're jumping around, doing a lot of cool moves. We start the episode after like the fight with um, uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole Spider um, with Kalito, like, just kind of watching and being like, 
Aw, damn, they're, they're so fast. They're so good at this. How did he do that move? But he's already preparing that move. Yeah. But she already dodged. Oh, God, they're so good. And the other spiders just, like, teleport behind Kalito and, like, damn, Phaeton sucks ass today. Yeah. And Kalito's like, sucks ass? Sucks ass? Damn. I don't think I'm going to be the boss. <laughs> I'm not going to be Balsu. It's so good. Yeah, like, the backdrop of this is they all kind of start trickling in and, like, you know... Um, I think the beginning of the episode starts with like Shalnark coming in and giving a cute little winky face at whoever's already there. Um, so I think Shalnark by this point, Kaluto, um It's Finks Beninolov arrive at the same time because it's a joke later. Oh right. Shalnark okay. gets there afterwards. Kaluto like arrives but doesn't realize that they're already there uh-huh. and just have been kind of like chilling and hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Shizuku walks in last mm-hmm. because she had to salvage what was left of her clothes and everyone's like, damn, what happened to your clothes? And she's like, don't worry about it. I'm just naked now. <laughs> I'm just wearing very sexily ripped clothing. It's fine. Yeah, just scantily ripped. Just all the places that are sexy. Yeah. Um, so Phaeton and Zazan are fighting. They say some more things about I don't know, being a good queen or whatever. I don't really care about their dialogue. It's mostly, I mean, it mostly, like, their fighting is very cool and, like, fun to watch. It's mostly a vessel for Kalato to watch and, like, kind of, like, there's a lot of cool shots. Of, to like, get envy. Yeah, Kalato being like, damn, this is, like, they're really good. Yeah, um, the spiders are constantly like, damn, Phaeton, uh, Phaeton seems a bit stiff today. Like, he, he ain't really moving like he normally does. Mm-hmm. He ain't moving and grooving. So, eventually, the fight goes to, uh, he rushes in, he grabs his funny umbrella again, and goes to stab Zazan. Zazan, like, grabs him with her tail, I think, and, uh, Phaeton's like, hi, you fell for my trick. This umbrella is also a gun. Mm -hmm. And he just, like, shoots her with the top of the umbrella, which is also a bullet. And it hits Zazan, and he's like, haha, I, I win. I got you. And she's like, I think I'm really mad now. <laughs> I think I'm fucking furious. I think, I think I'm mad. I think I'm really mad now. And... We, um, get- we get a close-up shot of her nails, and she has, like, pink with, like, white heart decals on them, and I just wanted to point that out because they're extremely cute. Oh, yeah, we we, we saw, like, one of her handmaidens, like, painting those on earlier in the first episode, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I hope her handmaidens are okay. Probably probably not. <laughs> probably not. Um... So she gets real mad and she's like, you've hurt my adorable darling face. How could you? And she begins to uh, rip off her own tail. Yeah. yeah. Um, th- speaking of coding. Speaking of coding. Yeah. Once again. Dragon Ball Z transformation, but make it like. <laughs> yeah. Once again, this tail has been like made. This is a very phallic ass tail and it does. Yeah. Definitely, to me, seem to sort of allude to mm, funny trans woman getting her penis ripped off. Yeah, and she, I mean, it. 
this scene especially it like stiffens and stuff and of course it always has that like hard point on it but she like grips it with two hands and it's just like okay this is a lot and then she just rips it off and it's like okay and then like and then immediately becomes like super fucking mask and hulks out and gets the big muscles and her voice changes and it's like well if it wasn't if it, if if it, if it if it was too subtle before you know i do want to i i want to touch on the bisky thing again yeah Having no this like brought back like really colors yeah. how i look at the bisky absolutely yeah same for me like watching this again is like hmm i'm feeling a lot less generous about bisky today yeah it's yeah. it's I don't know. It's it's just hard to see in this series, like, trans misogyny right alongside, like, just very positive, if if not trans mask character, not caricatures, but like representation or coding or anything, but like effeminate man stuff. And then just have like every woman in the series treated this way. And then like trans coded, specifically awful characters. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, this up ep- these fucking episodes like god damn it we this arc you know we talked about a lot before like i just want to do cut in here and say like there are definitely reasons that this was never my favorite arc beyond like it's kind of long and complicated mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of arcs before this were i mean they had their problems and we talked about their problems but this arc it's sort of like you know, when writers just get, like, that little bit of extra freedom, and it's like, oh, okay. You don't need to say those things, though. Yeah. I don't know. Uh. Like, I guess having, like, you know, the, those two, like, really racist characters in uh, Kite's group who, like, barely do anything and then leave, and then, like, in this episode, like having um, ben- Benolanov's reveal alongside Zazan's whole deal is just a lot. Yeah, yeah. I was, man, I. I fucking didn't remember any of this shit about Zazan from like my previous watch. I knew that, like. It's because it's two episodes and it doesn't matter. I, I remembered that she was, like, definitely implied to be trans, just that she is, like, a very femme-coded character who is, who is like, presumably a male of her species. But I didn't, I didn't remember, like, how bad the coding got in this episode. It was just like, oh yeah, phantom troops in this one. They have some fights. Looking directly at these two episodes, like, oh, cool, the Phantom Troops <laughs> yeah. going directly over everyone's head is Banolanov and Zazan. Wow, cool spiders. Yeah, wow, cool spiders. Wow, cool spiders. Yeah. I don't know. We, we, we've said our piece. We don't need to dwell on it. The rest of, I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, the rest of, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so uh, she gets real big. Phaeton is like, oh shit, well, I just gotta, you know, get in there. And he goes in and tries to, like, use the sword on her, and it just breaks. Because, you know, she's all tough and scary now. She's, um, smash or pass? Wood. Um, what does that mean? I, I would smash. Oh, you said smash or pass? Wood. And I was like, you sm- would smash or would pass? <laughs> I mean, you know, 
I figured. I figured. Yes. <laughs> yes or no? Would. I y- yes. Yes. I, <laughs> my my language doesn't would. have to make sense as long as someone can translate. Just would not, or you would. Just uh huh. That's right. So she's big. Phaeton uh, goes in for the stabby stab. He very specifically focuses all his aura into the sword. And he's like, I'm not going to let an opportunity like this pass me by. Are you fucking stupid? Which does put him in the list of anime characters who sees someone transforming. And it's just like, well, I'll just fucking kill you now. (laughs) Like, he is one of the very small lists who's like, you're just going to stand there and transform? All right, let's go. (laughs) So he does that. And then the sword breaks because Zan is very hard and strong now. And he's like, oh, shit. And she goes to attack him and I think she misses but like her nen is so strong that it hits him and he gets injured from that mm-hmm. so he's getting his shit all fucked up by Zazan now Yeah, and Kalt is like oh damn oh fuck he's dying he's losing oh shit dude what oh god damn did we mention that Phaeton loses his shirt uh yes okay just making sure cause yeah, everyone's when, getting naked in this episode yeah when that happens Phaeton does lose his little shirty um, so Kyle's just like, damn, should we go help him? Like, ah, oh, fuck, dude. And the other's like, why? And Kyle's like, because he's probably going to fucking die. And they're like, I mean, if he loses, we get to fight him next. So <laughs> this is a fucking game. Like, and I'm going to win. That's right. And Finks is like, I get to go next. And Ben and Olaf's like, uh, actually, sir, that's me. Yeah, a Phantom and- Troop member would never be sad if one of their own died. Never ever would they be Never, sad about that. Never ever would they play a funny requiem. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're Ben and all was like, "That's me," and Finks is like, "Actually, I was first. I was just waiting for you." And fucking, she's just like, "Damn, I'm last. This sucks ass." <laughs> um. So, Phaeton, uh gets hit again, and his funny arm gets broken. And they're like, oh, shit, Phaeton, that looks like it hurt like hell. Are you good? You want to tag out, bro? And he just says, in another language, it is implied. He just goes, you filthy piece of shit. And they're like, oh, we need to leave now. Just, oh, 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 it's time to go. They're like, we need to leave now. We need to get out of here. We need to go. And Kalito's like, why? And oh, real quick first, though, Kalito did have that cute scene. It's it's right before all that where... um. <clears throat> Kalito is um, thinking about like how far they have to go to get to number two or whatever. Very, you know, anime, like yeah, I got to yeah. get to the top. But then they like show a little, a little baby picture of baby Kalito, baby, um, baby Kilua features also. Is that the. That's a Lumi. Okay. The tall one's a Lumi. Then the, I can't tell you that. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Um, a character. Mm. But we've only heard about four. Oh, okay. It's almost as if there's five Zoldic siblings, which we have canonically established, and we haven't been introduced to one of them yet. Oh, I wonder okay. who this could be. Okay, well, yeah, so that features, and that's a clue for later, I guess. Um, But I mostly wanted to talk about baby Kiloa. I mean, I always want to talk about Kiloa. Yeah. He's what do you want to say baby. about baby Kiloa? Kalito is, is like, I will get him back. No matter I will, what. I will get him back. I don't know why I'm here specifically and not like, I don't know, talking to him, but like, I will he's get him back. 
wearing a tiny little sweatshirt. It's a blue sweatshirt and lavender pants. He's dressing even as a little tiny baby. And He's always good. had that fashion. That's He's right. always had that style, that drip. That's right. And also, his cyborg mom is giving him a hug, and he the, he's the only one getting a hug because he is because he's the favorite. He's he can also one. look like he's trying to do that like polite when you don't want a hug. Mm-hmm. So he's like facing away from her and kind of leaning away, but she's still like hugging him. Yeah, and he's she's like, like clinging to him, and he's like doing his best not to look or acknowledge it. It's like that, like yeah. damn, I I can't like leave. But no, also, he's, he's looking directly at the camera. He yeah, knows what he's, he's here for. He is not <laughs> acknowledging the fact that she's touching him. He's like, oh god, he's here to pose and be cute. So that's that scene. Uh-huh. Uh, anyways, back to Phaeton having a nice little freak out. That's right. So he starts speaking in another language, presumably. And they're all like, oh, we need to go. We need to go now. And Kalatu's like, why? And they're like, listen, bud, I know how much you're going to want to see this, but you're not allowed to see it or you'll die. And Kalatu's like, well, now I want to see more. And they're like, I know, bud. It's super interesting. You need to leave. It's sick as shit. We cannot watch it. We cannot watch this. You need to go. So they all start running, and Phaeton's aura is not... Yeah, Phaeton's aura is doing a funny thing. Uh Uh-huh. This is the only time we see any kind of aura look like this. It's sick as shit. It's sick as shit. I want to know why his is the only one that gets to look like this. He's, He's a special boy. He's a special little boy. He's a special fancy little lad. Yeah. He's got a special a special men power that no one else can have. Yeah. So, so first things first, he does like get a fun outfit change. He like conjures some new clothes, which is like this. He gets drip. Yeah, he gets this bondage gear ass like heat protective suit, I would assume. I wonder why it's heat protected. Hmm. <laughs> So he gets that. His aura is like, instead of like the white or like yellowish or like the evil purple, it's like a nice like blue, like a nice simple blue with like red energies like randomly popping in through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets that cool outfit and Zazen's like, what the fuck are you doing? What's all that? What's going on? And he just says... I'm going to pay you back what you gave me. Tenfold, though. And he just launches a sun. Uh-huh. Yep. He just just throws it out there. And then just starts burning, like, Zazan alive. Yeah, he shoots out this missile and it, like, goes up to the ceiling of this room. And then it explodes and it's called Rising Sun. And uh, remember how Benolanov created Jupiter earlier? Well, this guy has a fucking sun. We're just going, we're just making our way through the solar system. That's right. <laughs> we already got to the sun, so I don't know where else we're going. <laughs> but, so, he shoots that ability. It's called Rising Sun. Oh, fuck. You know what? We did see Uranus this one. In, in this one, we saw Uranus. Hey! Uh, when the when his butthole twitches twice and yeah, shoots web. Yep, um, that's mm-hmm, that's the joke. Yep. Um. So he does that, and Zazan's like, oh, "So what's all this?" And he's like, "Does it feel a little hot in here to you?" And Zazan's like, "I mean, a little toasty." I oh wait, no, a lot of toasty. No wait, really toasty. Real fucking toasty. Oh, God, it's getting toasty. 
And then her all, and then her skin burns off, and she starts screaming and rolling around, and her body is just slowly desiccating, and she dies. Mm-hmm. And Phaeton's just like, <laughs> which isn't great because the, the floor is lava, so the mm-hmm. rolling isn't really going to help her much. <laughs> the rolling doesn't put out the fire if the floor is fire. The rolling doesn't really help to stop the fire. Everywhere is on fire. So she's rolling around in absolute agony, and Phaeton's just like, ha 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 He thought of a joke that he heard earlier. <laughs> yeah, he thought it was really funny. Yeah, he thought of, he, he thought, thought about that. Uranus, and he thought it was really funny. <laughs> he thought about Big Chungus. Um, <laughs> so he, he, that's happening. Uh, while that's happening, a big fireball is heading down the... Uh, the hallway that all the others ran down, and Kalto's running late. Kalto ain't gonna make it until uh, until Funny Man Finks goes back and grabs Kalto, and then just just leads them to safety. And I say I like it. Mm-hmm. I like that Finks is like the resonant like older brother who doesn't want to take care of the group, but also is like ah goddamn, guess I have to. We we love a reluctant dead figure who is also we love, we love Reagan Arataka. <laughs> so he does that, and Zazan's dead. Yep, Phaeton gets done with all that. Zazan's dead, and he's just like, "Well, you see, if only you hurt me more, you would have died sooner because then I could have made my ability stronger. You only have yourself to you only have yourself to blame." So normal things to say. Does anything else happen in this episode? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, we we get the scene afterwards where oh, you know what? We get you know, we we get the scene with all of the mutated people being like, "Well, we're not under Zazan's control anymore because she did." Um, and we would like for you to kill us, please. And Finks is like, no way, you have to fight me for it. I'm not just going to do a mercy killing. Fight to defend your home. And then he starts doing his his fun little wind-up. And then, like, the dogman from earlier is just like, okay, we'll, we'll go out in a blaze of glory. And then, yeah, presumably Finks just kills all those dudes. Imagine you're a Kalito and you just got hired to work with the Phantom Troop and they invite you to come back to their hometown and the first thing you do when visiting their hometown is just, like, kill a bunch of dudes. I mean, it's the Phantom Troop. Like, you're just like, oh, damn, I yeah. get to see what... I mean, Kalito's an assassin. He's probably fine with it. Yeah, this... Kalito, it... I get to see where you guys came from. Oh, shit. Kalito's just like, yeah, normal family stuff. Oh, yeah, I fit right in here. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it was probably more unusual that they were killing bugs, not people. Like, big, yeah. like, you know. I mean, they were once people. <clears throat> well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Zazan mostly looks like a woman, but, you know, like, the one Kalito was fighting was just a big bug. I don't want to talk about that, dude. That dude sucked. <laughs> I don't care Fuck about that, that guy. guy. Fuck that guy. He sucked. No one cares. Um. So, after they do that... They are wandering away again, and they're like, damn, can you believe the, uh, the fucking higher-ups? They're arguing about, like, now should we, like, get revenge on the ants? Or should we just call it even? Like, should we, like, pursue revenge? Aw, oh, damn, much to debate. And Finks is like, I fucking hate those guys. 
and they're wa- wandering away. And I think that's when they get like a call from Nobunaga, who's like, damn, I need help on a job. And they're like, no, I don't want to do that. And Finks is like, huh, I miss the boss as he sadly looks like up to the sky. And fucking Phaeton's like, hey, you kind of being like a little girl right now. And Finks tries to kill him. That's that scene. Man, sorry if I missed it, but we did we discuss that uh, uh, Finks gave Shalmar, uh, or Finks gave Shizuku his clothes. Oh, he did do that. Yeah, he did do that, and it was very sweet. Reluctant older brother. That's right. He's like, damn, I guess I have to take care of all these people. Uh, so that's that scene. Uh, Phaeton and Shalnark run away after teasing Finks, and Finks is throwing large rocks at them. And Kato's just like, one day I'll be number two. I'll be the boss. That's right. And then we cut to Gon and Kilwa, who are just crawling through some filthy, filthy water. Hey, oh. Gon and Kilwa are in this episode. Hey, Gon and Kilwa were in this show. Hey. They have no lines. They have no lines, and they're crawling through some filthy, filthy water. Yeah, once again, we... To which I say, can't you guys just jump? This this is, um... You're superhumans, just jump. They have to be stealthy. I feel like you can also land pretty quietly. I've that seen these good. kids, like, clear rooftops without, like, making a noise. Kilo was an assassin! They have to risk as many leeches as possible. Mm-hmm. Remember a leech? Yeah, we talked about him earlier. Yeah. We were talking about Do you think uh, this she's is where this comes fancy from? vacuum. <laughs> you think he comes directly from the bog? Yeah, from this swamp, specifically. Yeah, probably. Why not? There are more of him in here. It's like when you see like a really cool enemy at the start of a game, and then you get farther in, and then he's just everywhere, and you're like, oh. You know, if you did a lineup and said, which characters do you think came from the garbage city full of garbage, I probably would have said the Shadow Beasts and not the Phantom Troop. What if the Shadow Beasts tried to fight the Chimera Ants? It would be very bad to look at, for one thing. Um, yeah. They would get their asses kicked for another. I can- I'm immediately picturing them specifically fighting, um, Pipe, the the nasty Mm Spider-Man. And, um, that's just where, you know, because I don't, you know- some of them are cool to look at and fun to look at. I I I can't picture the phantom or the spiders. I'm imagining the shadow beasts fighting them. I'm imagining the shadow beasts doing like the whole scene with Uvogin where like one of them paralyzes him, the other like takes out a chunk of skin because they nasty and fills him with neurotoxin, the other like tries to pour leeches into him, but it's the king. And like they attempt that and then they're like, You can't move at all, and I'm filling your body with leeches, and then his tail just like obliterates the guy. And then obliterates the rest of them. Hmm. And then he just stands up and leaves. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's pretty much what Uvogin did. Hey, why was their none abilities have leeches in my tum-tum, have fangs with neurotoxin, and have hair? Yeah. Because they suck. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just like that thing where you you watch a show long enough and the powers start getting weirder and weirder as they go on. But I feel like I'd be real 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 PO'd. If I, like, realize my nen ability is, I'm a gross worm and I undulate. And I meet Shoot, whose fucking power is, I have a birdcage that can seal you within it if I tap you enough. 
I mean, that's the thing. They are based on like your personality and what you already bring to the table with your net ability. So that guy was already like he was already undulating. Really a worm guy, you know? He was already undulating. He was already just like, watch me wiggle. Yeah, he was like, I would love nothing more than to crawl through the earth. (laughs) I would love nothing more just to just be a little worm. And the one guy was like, you know what I would love more than anything in the world is to be a breeding ground for leeches. I would love to fill my tum-tum with leeches. Just put them all up in there. I remember when I was just but a wee lad and I told my mama, can I please fill my tum-tum with leeches? And she said, no. And I did it anyway. Have we done our official podcast Phantom Troop Smasher Pass yet? Because we were mostly playing Smasher Pass afterwards, but we might have brought them back up. Hmm. I forget. I forget whenever we do bits. Hmm. You would have come to me tomorrow and said, hey, remember this bit? And I'd be like, absolutely not. Interesting. So, let's say, Uvogin Smash. Yeah. Yeah. Nobunaga. That, that's a free space on the bingo card. That's like, right. Who's Uvogin not smashing Uvogin? Yeah, that's right. That's right. If yeah. you're not smashing Uvogin, you are wrong. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Nobunaga next. Nobunaga... Yeah, Smash. He's a funny guy. Um, yeah, I would Smash. Yeah, sure, why not? I yeah. like Fit. He's slutty under that robe. We yeah. Can decide if it's compression shorts or just nothing. I, I like the mystery. The next two, I'm going to be very... Um, this may may start an argument. For Finks and Phaeton, I do believe those two don't know what sex is and don't fuck. Hmm... Yeah, like you know, Rose and they love hanging out together. They don't know what sex is. That that tracks to me. Unsmashable. Would smash Phaeton though. Like you could try. He just doesn't know what you're doing. Yeah. No, like he would that's kill you probably instantly. true. Uh, if the opportunity arose. A lot of these are so obvious, like Machi. Machi, yeah, yeah smash. smash, yeah, yeah, like Pakunoda, smash. Pakunoda. Obviously, yeah. Shizuku doesn't know what fucking is. Also unsmash. True. But like, smash. Like. I feel like she, um, the, when we did the category thing, she's the corner that, uh, fucks but doesn't know what sex is. Yeah, she fucks <laughs> doesn't know what sex is. Yeah. yeah. Franklin, I'd smash. Yeah, I would smash. Yeah. Yeah, him big. Mm-hmm. Him big, I'm gay. Like, what can I say? Um. I uh, almost don't want to ask, but Crollo. Uh, he knows what sex is, but doesn't fuck. No, Crollo, Crollo's an incel, for sure. Yeah, he, kno- <laughs> he knows what sex is, but he refuses to fuck. That's exactly right. Yeah. I'm glad we sorted that out. Yep. He is an incel, he is Valso. Like, mm. he is, he's like, no, I, I don't know, I refuse to fuck. I refuse to taint this temple. Um, Shalnark? Well, Smash. Yes. Funny little twink. That's right. Smash. Um, it would be adorable. Yeah. And then he would put a fucking, like, antenna on my body and then pump me around. Well, that's all I have to say. Some people might be into that. <laughs> yeah, some people are excited about that. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting so many people. I mean, Hisuka, I yeah, mean... We're, we're, we're decidedly not saying Hisuka. Yeah, hard to pass on Hisuka. Like smash Hisuka, that's so weird. Mm, 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 mm. 
Hard pass on Vanolanov. Yeah. Oh, you don't want all those holes? Uh-uh. You I mean... You don't want to unwrap him like a candy and just oh my God. find, like... <laughs> Think about all the holes! Oh, my God. There's too many holes. You can fit whatever you want in there. Vanolanov gangbang? You can choose. <laughs> Banola, this is gonna get real raunchy, so everyone skip past this. Sure. Banola, uh, Banola Bukaki circle, but somehow everyone misses because they went straight through the holes. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. If you actually landed on him, you get to use one of his real holes and not just one of the ones that he <laughs> put in his body. If you actually land on him, you get to be the new boss. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, are we missing anyone? Cortipi. Um, Cortipi is a Kortipi. little lad. I Yeah, no, I'm not smashing Cortipi. He's that little just lad. a little friend. Cortipi is <laughs> just a little guy. I can't, like, yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I would never. Um, I feel like that's everyone. I think that's probably all of them. I'm gonna get added online, being like, "How could you forget <laughs> the most important fan troop member?" I'm gonna be like, "Who?" We already talked about Ubagin. I'm sorry. I'm, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to whoever your fave is, but he can't compare. Sorry, all the losers and haters. That's right. Um, do we have any other bits we're doing this week? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, just, like, not really anything left to talk about with too many gones, um. Are we gonna do our new segment called 1999 Funny Faces? <laughs> or imagine the funny faces? Of where we <laughs> just imagine them? Where we just imagine the funny 1999 episodes? With the bad, <laughs> with the bad like, sound design? And the funny faces? I don't even want to because I don't want to think about what this episode would have looked like in the 99, either of these episodes. Do you think that so Spider's just... butthole would have lipstick? No. We're not talking about mm. it. We're sliding right past because... Oh, yeah. think about the noises with the butthole. No. Every time it twitch... I won't. They... <laughs> Every time they twitch, you know it'd be like... <laughs> I will not. There would definitely be there would definitely be diarrhea sound every time we shoot the web. <laughs> Uh, it's too much. Uh, it's just too ben much. Ben would somehow have like racist lips. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking that, and I don't even want to think about Zazan. Zazan would just. <laughs> Zazan would. Ha- Zazan would have two voice actors for sure. As phallic as the tale already is, it would literally just uh, be a. Dick. Zazan would every everyone in the 1999. If you were a girl, had lipstick on, mm-hmm. like for no reason. Zazan would have like an overabundance of makeup. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like their opening scene would be her like applying like too much makeup and everyone commenting on it. Yeah, it would it would fully be drag. Yeah. Everyone would constantly comment on it. Yeah. So that's it for 99. We're done. What other segments would we like? I I could do uh, Greed Island. Okay. Let's go to Greed Island. Let's have the Viddy Game Island. That's right. What do you have for us, Emery? Uh, so 
I've been listening once again to many, many podcasts, um, and the one I sh- want to shout out today is called Totally Trans, and it is just, like, people talking about, like, trans coding and trans themes and, like, sort of potentially, like, hidden trans representation in, like, all sorts of media, like The Little Mermaid and Hamlet and... And Fight Club, and it is just, like, you know, talking a lot about, like, gender and, you know, the trans experience, and it's really fun to listen to. It definitely gets, like, heavier at times, but it's a really good listen. You love to hear it. Hell yeah, that's really cool. You know, you said, like, totally at the start of that, and I thought that was going to be about how totally Spies is trans, and I was going to, like... I really <laughs> thought it was, for, like, a hot second, I was like, is this just an entire podcast about totally Spies being trans? I mean, that's all podcasts about totally Spies. I mean, I, I could certainly make a podcast, an entire podcast about how Digimon is trans, but, mm. like... <laughs> like, <laughs> it's possible. Okay, who wants to go next? Why don't you go next? I watched a funny movie yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? It's, it's by uh, famous uh, ancient white man, Christopher Nolan. That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called The Prestige. And it's about two funny gay magicians uh, ruining each other's lives because they hate each other so much, but they're soulmates. That's the only way I can explain it. Also, it's about two shitty gay magicians who might be three shitty gay magicians. Ooh, there's three I- of them. Also, David Bowie's in it, and he plays Nikola Tesla. Yep. I really want to go off about this movie. You're not allowed to. (laughs) I really, really, really want to go off. I will not. I will not not spoil it for anybody. But um, watch this movie, and then find me on some social media and yell at me because, oh my god, it's you only caught the back half. I know, but the back half was a lot. Yeah, the first half was a lot. I know. I have to watch the whole movie now. <laughs> it's a good fucking movie. It's a lot. It sucks ass, but it's so good. Famous fan of of COVID, Christopher Nolan. Famous well. fan of trying to get people into shitty theaters to watch a shitty Tenet movie. Christopher <laughs> Nolan <laughs> made a movie about two gay magicians trying to destroy each other for funsies. Also, it's literally Batman. I mean, it's like, it's Batman if you took the setting and made it completely different, but it plays exactly like the fucking Batman movies. Yeah, Michael Caine's in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, and Hugh Jackman. Well. Who was famously in Batman. Yeah, sure. You just didn't see him. His greatest trick of all. (laughs) He was just off screen. He was just off screen. They had him there, though. He was on set, I promise. (laughs) They they just never caught him on camera. Credited. That's right. That's what I have to recommend. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really have anything that I was, like, really into this week, but um, fall is coming up, and I'm very excited about it. Hell, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to recommend start thinking about your Halloween costume, even if you just take a picture for yourself and just sit in your house in it. I don't, you know... COVID's never going to end, apparently, so... Start thinking about Over the Garden Wall. That's exactly what... That was going to be my next thing. Start thinking about watching Over the Garden Wall, whatever other Halloween movies you love. Um, Get some Halloween candy. It is already in stores. I promise I work retail. We've been getting it since August. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So get ready, bitches. It's time for Halloween. Start start watching Over the Garden Wall, and then once you finish it, rewatch Over the Garden Wall, and then watch that really bad Halloween movie with the uh, uh, fairy godmother or scary godmother. Sure. I think it's called Scary Godmother. And then once you're finished that, watch Monster House, and then rewatch Over the Garden Wall. <laughs> <laughs> yep that sounds about right that's yeah that's halloween mm-hmm. you're not allowed to say no is that it are we done i think that's it yeah let's do plugs you can find me you can find the podcast at gomohunting at twitter.com you can find an email at gomohunting at gmail.com and you can find me on Twitter at Grooving Gasly. Sky, you're up. You can find me on uh, Tumblr at Dangus McDonald. I also have a show Tumblr on there. It's called Go and Explorex Hunting. And you can find me on Tumblr at Sky underscore Bird 36. Hey, I'm on Fur Affinity, where you can find my gallery. Look at all the cool furries I've drawn. That's none of which are transphobic. How about that? Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just I'm, I'm I'm open for commissions. Whatever you want to know, see to get drawn a TTRPG character, perhaps mm. I'll fucking do that. Oh yeah, my my username on the fur affinity is Space Robot. I think I forgot to mention that. <laughs> just just keep uh, looking through all profiles and teeth. Yeah, something. You'll Just know be, by the vibes. It's you'll, fine. You'll know by the not transphobic vibe. <laughs> okay. Well, if that is it, mm-hmm. I feel like this really wasn't a listeners. This is you are light episode. Yeah. Listeners, like, time to get fucked up, just like Obagame would have wanted. Yeah, <laughs> listeners, time to wreak havoc. <laughs> That's right. Going by, everybody. Going by. Going by. Goodbye. Goodbye.